Welcome, everyone, to the Joey Harris Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can subscribe or support the show at anchor.fm slash the Joey Harris Show. If you want to support me, you can on PayPal, joeyharriscomedy at gmail.com on PayPal, dollar sign the Joey Harris on Cash App. So a couple of different ways you can support me. But joining me right now was the number one glisten salesman for the entire Southeast. Big TJ, how are you, sir? When you hit number one, they give you like this really fancy soap. And and at first you're kind of like, hey, I just made y'all a whole lot of money and now y'all got me with soap. But when you look at the soap, like it's it's got your name in cursive along oh, the side okay. of it. You really don't want to use it no, because no, no. your name is glistening in the soap. It's amazing. Like, I mean, it's 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 really amazing. And and of all things, glisten, why wouldn't they give me a lifetime supply of glisten? No, no. They give me soap. It's amazing. Thanks for having me, Joey. Absolutely. Um, I will say this. Did you know that according to the people at Wheel of Fortune in conjunction with the people at WD-40, a lifetime supply of WD-40 is four cans? It's got to be more than that. I thought so, too. But the guy said that his friend won a lifetime supply of WD-40. I believe it was on Wheel of Fortune back in the 80s. And they sent him a a four-pack because they're like, we 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 that's how much people use in their lifetime but that that's true like i have seen people like oh we need some wd-40 but i've only ever heard them say it once because once you get it yeah like like what where are you at that you're using up all this wd-40 you're like oh that's a squeaky door go get some (laughs) wd-40 well you know what it's it's funny that you would mention WD-40 because I saw something online because the internet is undefeated, but it was a DIY if you don't want spiders and bees to uh, congregate on your porch, you're supposed to you're supposed to spray high concentration areas of your porch with WD-40 because they won't go there, and I'm like that would be the only reason. But I would have WD-40, which is why I keep telling myself, hey, man, it's almost going to be warm. You should get the WD-40. I have heard the same thing, but that's not where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were saying, unless you're Hank Hill, where you get the small WD-40 to open up the big WD-40. And that would bring me back to they are bringing King of the Hill back on Hulu. And I'm I am about it. Now, I listened to a podcast and they talked about it. And one guy's like, I have it all figured out. But he has gone crazy with his whole thing. All right. He's like, first of all, Peggy's dead. He goes, Peggy, uh, this whole time had a secret drug addiction we didn't know about because she was hooked on the painkillers after her failed skydiving thing. Okay. okay. Um, who else? What else has happened? Oh, um, Bill and... Um, Dale, both were involved in January the 6th, and they were both supposedly killed. Bill had a heart attack, and Dale just disappeared. But in every episode of the new one, uh, Rusty Shackelford is just going to be in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Bobby is uh, living in his old house. Hank has moved next door. Bobby uh, is like the normal guy, but he's like never did anything because like the first time he like somebody was like, here, try this. And he didn't know what it was. And it was pot. And he got and he got like um, tackled for it. Like the police took him down. And so he did time. And so now he's got a wife and kids like they, they forwarded a few years and all of that. Um, and uh, Boomhauer was deep in with the uh, actually the CIA is his cover was a, a Texas Ranger. But now he's like been disgraced because he was like trying to take down the, the government as well. Connie is the um, only normal person out, out there. She's like trying to just live her life and have a job. And all these people are still trying to drag her down. Um, men like Khan is also dead, but men it like uh, just dates different men uh, of, of different kind. And depending on who she brings home, but they're all Asian men because even though now her father has also passed on, she doesn't want to like disappoint him, but she yeah. depends on how Asian they are is how she goes. Like sometimes <laughs> like if they're, if they're, if they speak in an American accent, she almost has like no accent at all. But if they're deep Asian and he goes through all of this and I'm like, I get that. But I think like they would just like age them a little bit. Like everybody's still around Dale was making up Q stuff and it went too far. And he, and now he's trying to tell people like, no, I was just making this stuff up, but nobody believes him. And so he's just disgusted with the whole thing because he's like, no, you people are sheep. It was only me. And they're like, sure, Dale, you've always wanted to be involved in all of this. Cause, cause their whole thing was, they think everybody would vote for Trump. And I'm like, no, I, I don't think so. I'm like, I think maybe Bill would, because everybody else at the army was going to. I think Hank, it would be the same thing like when he he shook Bush's hand. Like he's like, he's not gonna fall for Trump's stuff. Even though they were both born in New York, Hank is like, I'm more American than he is. Dale would be disgusted that people are believing this because all of this uh Q stuff was his idea and all of that. And then I think Chang Wasanasan would be like a huge Trump supporter. I could see Chang. I could definitely see Chang being a, and and if uh, you know if Cotton was still around. You know, I don't know about uh, Mr. Strickland. I don't know. I mean, Mr. Strickland. Mr. Strickland likes his money, and forty five was going to keep forty five was going to keep him his money. So that's true. Yeah. That's the one person I could see them actually killing. And Ms. Liz gets the business, but she just now lets Hank run it. And Hank would probably do something like, I'll only take a modest raise because now I'm living my best <laughs> life. You know, because Hank's not going to take less money, but he feel like he would be stealing if he took more than just a modest raise. I think that's your, if, if they're going to do more than one season, I think that's your premise for the first season. Um, Mr. Strickland is going on, either he's passed or he's retiring and he's making Hank the boss now, and Hank is trying to convince Bobby to follow um, and become the assistant manager. I think that would make for a nice first season because um, you get the age of people up enough to where right. Bobby's old enough to work. And Hank, uh, Hank, a reoccurring theme from the first run of the show 
was that Hank was trying to get Bobby to commit to sticking around in Arlen and, and essentially following in his footsteps, which is why he always had him interning. You know, how, how do you how do you wipe the how do you wipe the, the propane tank? And feet <laughs> the head. Feet the head, we're all dead, Bobby. Feet the head, we're all dead. <laughs> Um, it could be, did you ever watch Family, uh, Modern Family? Yes. Okay, it could be like when, um, oh, what's his name? Shoot. Phil. Yes. Phil wanted his son to go into magic just like him, and his son wanted to have nothing to do with magic, but he was the most natural magician in the world, and it just, (laughs) it upset Phil so badly. He's like, you're wasting your gift. This is your art. But the thing about it is King of the Hill did that. Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. cause Bobby, um, Bobby and Joe Jack were kind of partners during the grill stravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> and the, but also the like the last episode where Bobby and the meats, like he knows all of his cuts. He knows like how to prepare all of them. Well, but I, I was just talking about the aspect of what Modern Family did with Phil being jealous of his son. Right. Hank was jealous of how successful Bobby was selling because Hank did, Hank wasn't selling anything until the last day. The last day. When that, that guy, he gave that brochure to him. Because that's what I do. It's tried and true. You give them the information and they come back and inform consumer. <laughs> give them 20 years of excellent service. Oh, goodness, goodness. But this is a free-for-all. I told you this, so I have no, I have nothing prepared. So if you want to stop it right now, good night, everybody. No. <laughs> we gave them 10 good minutes of King of the Hill talk. We're talking about some glisten, and then we're out. I got one for you, bro. All right, let me have it. Um, I, I want to I share an experience with you. I want to I share with you and the audience my Ant-Man 3 experience. Okay, yeah. So Ant-Man 3 came out this week, and mm-hmm. as you know, I've got my theater. It only cost me $4, so hey, I can go at 12 o'clock on a Friday because I'm off. Mm-hmm. So I'm there early because you never know what the Marvel film premiere. Is it going to be packed? Is it going to be lines? You know, you never know, so you got to be prepared. So I'm going 20 to 30 minutes early just in case there's going to be a line. So I get there. I got, I've got my bowl know about the bowl I, i'm all um, about the bowl yeah i was going to ask you about it i'm like if he doesn't if he doesn't say what he has with him i'm we're doing a deep dive on that because welcome you know to, i have that bowl welcome back to popcorn talk <laughs> all right seriously so i've got my bowl I've, I've gotten there early i go um to walk to the door because someone else has gotten out of their car we're oh we're there before the movie theater is open um, you know, they open 20 minutes before their first showing. So I'm like, okay. So someone else gets out of their car and I'm like, I am not going to like wait just because it's a little chilly outside. No, no, no. If people are getting out of their car, then I'm getting out of my car now. Mm-hmm. So I Absolutely. get out of my car and I go and I stand at the door. And since I've gotten out of my car and someone else got out of their car, now people are starting to get out of their car. So a husband and wife, I'm assuming their husband and wife, they were walking together. They both had on rings. She had her arm around him. They talked to each other like husband and wives do. So 
they got out of their car and they they're behind me, and they're they're a little older, and 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 in the area for which I live, you know, you, you're going to see an old white couple every once in a while, you know, it, it just happens. So the gentleman, and I'll tell you, the gentleman is wearing a Pro Forty Five hat. Okay. You know, twenty twenty four. Now, in most situations, I avoid people wearing that type of paraphernalia because generally, in my experience, they're not very tolerant. Okay. All right. But because I am the man that I am and I know no stranger, I can have a conversation with anybody, baby. We're talking about the weather. We're talking about inflation. You know, it's it's a it's a very pleasant conversation. And I'm thinking, man, this is wild because this is again 20 minutes before they open. I'm like, I got 20 minutes of this. Mm-hmm. They opened early. <laughs> <laughs> the guy inside is like, look, we got to cut this off. <laughs> we gotta cut they, this. They, they've reached inflation. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Give me Unlock that. The damn, unlock the damn door. Oh God! Not on Quantum Mania Day, bro. It's 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 hilarious to me because I have going to I've gone to this theater, you know, several times. I've told you, you know, that's my place because you know they let me fill up my bowl, and never before. Have they opened before time? Ever. So. (laughs) Now I'm just imagining it, okay? Let's say you're, it's a a month or a few months from now, and you're going to go see Fast 10, all right? And you you go on the Friday, and there's not as much excitement over that, and it's just you there. I'm imagining you're, like, by the door, and they're like, not yet. And the guy's, like, pushing that little automatic, like, sweeper, you know, the, the, the one that's, like, Hand powered, you don't plug it in or anything. He's like, I'm trying right. to get this this carpet right <laughs> and all that. And he's like, You've got to wait a minute. I can't have, but today he's like, You flip that door open, you bring them in, <laughs> bring them in. Orderly line, folks. All the lanes are open. Popcorn's this way. And and you know, obviously, in my head, if there is a line on a premiere day. Everybody in that line is coming to see what I'm coming to see. That's what my head says, right? Like, why would you be there in the line? But that's not how it plays out. Because I was thinking, I'm like, would they be there to see Quantum Mania? Now, I don't want to cast it. Oh, I I didn't want to cast aspersions. I'm like, maybe they're like, I'm a huge Paul Rudd fan. And we (laughs) binged all of these movies and we're up on it. I wonder what Kang is going to do. I was, so hear me out now. Like I said, with my mindset, if I'm in line, it's a premiere, everybody's in line. So when I first look at them, I'm like, could they be? And because I did not want to assume, because I've seen the real Joey Harris perform. And the real Joey Harris performed and told me about two very old neighbors talking about pussy getting shot. So I said, I will never assume right. that never anyone, assume. never assume that anyone is not a fan. They could have outmarveled me. So I asked them what are they there to see. Now that's what I've been to... now that's what I've been doing in my head. And I've got I've got a a, a guess, but I don't want to say so. 
All right, so what do you think that we're going to see, brother? If it's playing, I'm like, they look to me to be like uh, 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. They were up early. They were like, uh, we didn't have anything going on, but our friends told us it was really good, and we didn't want to have to stand in line for it, so we wanted to get here early. And I'm like, I didn't even know that that was a movie. Like, (laughs) you're worried about a line. I'm worried about a line, but I didn't even know what you were seeing was real. Like, I'm just like, yo, you could have told me anything. So now I'm thinking, though, I wonder if they're like, look at all these people here to see 80 for Brady. They don't even know what a quantum (laughs) mania is. I hope we get seats, Craig. I hope we get seats. It was, uh, and the thing that the, I didn't get to see what the line would have become because they, like I said, they opened early. But, you know, for a 12 o'clock show on a Friday, you know, it was moderate. You know, okay. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't too packed. But I guess being as big as I am, people want to orbit around me like I'm the sun. So that whole theater, and for some strange reason, everyone wants to sit within two to three seats of me. Just don't understand why that happens, but it's a whole theater. Let's spread out. I went, This reminds me several years ago. Do you remember the uh, Tom Cruise mummy that came out? They were trying to restart that franchise with the Dark Universal yes. and all of that. Yes. I was, I was excited for that, actually. It was an okay movie. I was more excited about what this universe was going to to that's, be. That's what, like I'm Russ, that's what I'm saying. Russell yeah. Crowe and all of that. But it had been out for a while, and I had not gotten a chance to see it. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be the last week for it. I'm, I'm just going to go. So I went to the cheap theater, like the early show. But now this movie's been out five to six weeks. I get there early. I get my popcorn. I sit down. I'm in the last row, okay? Theater's empty. Two other people come in to see it and they sit right in front of me. I'm like, what the heck? And talk the entire time. I don't get it. I I don't get that. (laughs) What do you think Tom Cruise is going to do? Shut up and we'll all find (laughs) That's the perfect response. Tom Cruise will shut up, and hopefully you will, too. Hopefully you will, too. That, but but to, to, I, I saw the film. It wasn't bad. I, was, I, I hoped that they were going to introduce this whole dark universe, since you mentioned it. Oh, I thought you were talking about Quantum Mania. I'm like, ooh, they're going dark, too. I know it's Phase 5. What's happening over there at the Quantum Realm? So I didn't want to spoil it. I have not seen it yet. Wife wants to see it too, and she went to visit her parents for the weekend. So we'll see it Monday because I'm off and she's off. Um, awesome. I will ask you this though, because I was burned by Wakanda forever. Are there in credit scenes, and if so, how many? There are two. There are, and there are there are two, and yeah, that so yeah, you won't be burned on this because I was burned on Wakanda forever as well because I looked it up because that's what I do because I'm there so early. You know, I have a moment while I'm putting my phone on silent. I look it up and see how many end credits there's supposed to be. Even, and I've gotten to the point where I do that, where it's not even on, on, on Marvel movies. 
Anything oh, yeah. I go to see, I'm going to Google oh, yeah. and see. Um, but what kind of forever? It's that too. There was supposed to be some something Doom related, and it never happened. So same. That um, same. I got the same thing. Now I just went to Wikipedia and scrolled to the bottom. And it's like in a mid credit scene. Okay, I see it. There's in an in an end credit scene. Doctor Doom. I'm like, oh, that's, that's. So I told right. my wife. We get to the mid credit scene. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hold on, there's an end credit scene. And then it's like, you know, Marvel Pictures, get the hell out of the theater. And she's like, I thought it was supposed to be in there. I'm like, look, it's still there. Thanks. Um, I will, like I said, I won't spoil anything, but since I know you're seeing it on Monday, I look forward to a conversation with you next week about it. Um and the and the and the end credit scenes. Okay. They are they are equally conversationable. I don't even know if that's a. I know, you know what, what you I mean. Meant. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's that's my that's my uh, measuring stick. Now it may not be a word, but I know what you mean. If we're good, <laughs> if we're good there, then we're good. Then we're but, good. Uh, so, do you like the way? Do you like where? Uh, was it? Is it Phase Five? Are we in Phase Five? It's phase phase five. five. This is the first film of Phase Five. Do you like yeah. where Phase Five? Where Phase Five is going? It's um, or is it too early to tell? Well, no, it's not too early to tell because you know what's coming. Marvel laid out their slate for us. We know what Phase Five is going to look like. They've already released the titles, and based on the titles of the films, you you knew with with Kang being in Quantum Mania, you knew that there was going to be something Kang related after Quantum Mania because two of the Avengers movies have Kang's name in them. Kang Dynasty and uh, Secret Wars, right? I think so yeah. So yeah, we 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 knew there was going to be more Kang after this one. So I mean, it's just like the direction they've already laid it out, and I see potential. Okay, that's what I can say. I see potential. I like the way they did Phase One because, and not Phase One, but the the, the Infinity Saga. Which I have, by the way, I want to talk to you about that. Um, but I like the way they did that because if you remember when Phase One started, I don't think they really knew what they had mm-mm, mm-mm. until Four. And and now that I have it, I'm actually doing a rewatch of all of it because you know I'm in the DVD game, right? So I've just started Phase One, um, and I finished Thor this morning before I started my adulting. And in the post, in the not, in the, it's not even the the, the mid credit scene. It's when they start the credits at the end of Thor. They're showing the Infinity Stones mm-hmm. as they're as they're traveling through space. They're showing the like the the different hues of the Infinity Stones. That's the right. first time we really, really, really get a reference. So it's like I felt like Phase One just started off, and they were just like, "Let's make movies," and then all of a sudden they're like, "You know what? We got something here." We can tie all this together with this. Well, now they, they, they know the recipe. So now they've told us everything. And I'm just like, I, now all they got to do is show up. All they got to do is show up. Well, I told you last night that Disney Plus has put them all the shows in order of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, and we figured out except for Spider-Man. So I'm going to try to bring that up because some of them, like most of them I got. Cause it's like in chronological order, but some of them I'm like, 
Hmm, that is not where I thought that that would be. So let me see if I can find it here. I know they changed it a couple times. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm, well, I guess I won't say change. I'll say they update it every time a new movie is released. There you go. Oh, yeah. Come on. I'm looking for it now. And they're not going to show it to me. You know how they do. When you want it, they won't give it. That's that's a that's a Disney jab. Please, people, take that as a jab. A Disney and nothing else. Oh, they've got the Infinity Saga collection. Let me see. Oh, they they do it. Uh, phase one, two, and three. Um. Oh, that is not how they do it. Let's see. This is riveting. This is riveting podcast. It is. Well, because the people at home, they're sitting in there listening like, I, I want to hear what's happening. I want to I want to know. Like, everyone's waiting with bated breath. Like, whoa. Whoa. And I'm just sitting here, folks. I'm sitting here watching them. You know, I'm watching them. It's like performing surgery. I'm just going to cut the middleman out and just go to Google. There you go. I'm going to share another story with the audience while you're doing that. Hey, fans. I had a Pepsi Cola today. It was delicious. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. So I'm getting a lot of like movies in order. I like the what I what I saw last night. And it was mm-hmm. on my on my thing was everything like the shorts, the TV shows and all of that. Uh, but this is Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain America, the first Avenger, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, the Incredible Hulk, Thor, the Avengers, Thor, the Dark World, Iron Man 3, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America, Civil War. Black Widow, Spider-Man Homecoming, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternal, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder. That was through everything that they had had at the time. Prior to Wakanda... Right. Um, pr- yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is this is all prior to that. This this came out. Um, like, and in, that's based on release date, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. It's in it's in order based on release date. But I'll say this: um, from what I saw, Wakanda Forever takes place before um, Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special are the last two things according to their um, releases that they put on there. Which, as I told you last night, I got a lot to catch up on, man. 
Like I, uh, I still have two two episodes of She Hope. I, I I haven't seen. While I know how it ends, I haven't seen how it ends. Um, nor Werewolf by Night, nor have I seen the Holiday Special. And I was nervous seeing that movie yesterday, having not seen any of those things because I'm like they may make a reference and I wouldn't know any of it. But um, I was fortunate. Anything piquing your interest coming to theaters, looking ahead? Yes, actually, in two weeks, and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna rattle off a couple, and the, and if I say anything that that piques your interest, then you pick it out and we'll chop it up. Um, right. But in two weeks, Creed Three um, is coming out. This is gonna be Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, so I'm kind of excited about that one. And it would seem like I'm a Jonathan Majors super fan because he's co-starring in that one as well. And I'm, you know, super geeked up about that one. Um, I don't know much about the Fast movies. I, I've, I've, I guess I'm not quite as quick. I haven't seen as many. I haven't seen any Fast movies since Fast 7. And I think okay. that this is the 10th one. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I'm not up to speed on them. And that's okay. Um, Jesus. Oh, um, Hulu is doing. I don't know if it's going to be a reboot or if it is a. I don't know an, an alternate universe. They're doing White Men Can't Jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Jack Harlow and you know a couple other people. So that one looks pretty interesting. Um, weirdly, weirdly, um, Barbie. Mm-hmm. Is is coming? I'm like so weirdly enough. I'm 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 weirdly because I'm I, I I didn't I guess for nostalgia's sake I grew up in the time when Barbie was popular, and I'm fan, I'm a fan of Margot Robbie, so I'm 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 like okay I'll give it a try. Um, and Blade, and Guardians, and 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 the Marvels, <laughs> all that. So I, like I said, I was gonna name a whole bunch of stuff, and you just pick what you like. So, uh, this was January 4th that I saw this online and took a screenshot. So, some of this may have changed since then. But this is everything that's coming out. I'm going to go back to January. um, Because there was really only one big one in January that everyone was talking about. And then it goes to Quantum Mania. Um, January January 6th, Megan. Uh, February 17th, Quantum Mania. February 24th, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. March 3rd, Creed 3. Uh, March 10th is Scream 6. Scream 6. Yeah. Uh, March 17th, Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Fury of Mar- the Gods. March 24th, John Wick Chapter 4. Saw that trailer. March 31st, Dungeons and Dragon: Honor Amongst Thieves. Uh, I April thought that 4th- was out already. Well, it says here March 31st. I don't, maybe it's a nice. new one. I don't know. Um, okay. Right. This is April 1st, Evil Dead Rise. Oh, yeah. April 7th, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. It's a B. <laughs> May 5th, Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you the secret real voice in Mario? <laughs> 
Because that, that it just it it has such like authenticity. You felt that, didn't you? <laughs> Is this a swerve? Are you really Waria? <laughs> <laughs> right, but like, bro, your fans are getting some real behind the scenes stuff. You heard it here first. Big TJ is, you know, being introduced to the Super Mario Brothers movie as Wario. Yes. That one woman at the Waffle House is so happy. She's like, <laughs> you've got the perfect voice for someone who calls on the phone in a horror, in a horror movie. And it's a me. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. May 5th, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Sweet, sweet. May 19th, Fast 10. May 26th, The Little Mermaid. June 2nd, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. June 9th, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Okay. June 16th, The Flash. Uh, June 23rd, Disney Pixar's Elemental. June 30th, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Okay. July 14th, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. There's another one? Yes, there's a two-part Dead Reckoning. They're going to wreck they get, is, the heck out still, of this head. Is it still Tom Cruise? It or is still Tom say- Cruise running down a long corridor. He's still running. He's jumping. There will be a fight. There will be things. He, I think he's actually going to Mars and jumping from Mars back to Earth. <laughs> and knowing Tom oh. Cruise, there's, there's, I have no, with no malice in my heart, he will be doing that himself. You know, he does all of his own stunts. He does all his own stunts. Uh, Save me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> July twenty first, my anniversary, by the way. Barbie comes out. Hey. July 21st, Oppenheimer comes out. July 28th, The the Marvels. August 4th, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem comes out. Some of these I have never heard of. August 18th, Blue Blue Beetle comes out from DC. It's one of their properties. Uh, October the 6th, Craven the Hunter comes out. Oh, yeah. That's what the guy... November the 3rd, Dune Part 2 comes out. December okay. 15th. So, so I mean, there may be more movies. This was just the big crop that they knew um, that they had received uh, release dates. December 15th, Wonka comes out. I'm assuming uh, Willie uh, <laughs> showing the thing. That looks like a okay. Willie Wonka. Yeah. Uh, That's got to be a Willie Wonka. Now I'm asking, is it a take on the classic tale, or are they going to put a spin on it? It might be a prequel. How Wonka got the factory. Oh, how how Wonka got, how he became Wonka. Because at first he was just, first he was just Willie. (laughs) He was just Willie. Wasn't even Wonka. Willie Wonka, he was just Willie. Willie and the Oompas. Willie and the Oompas. There you go. Willie and his gang of Oompas. The Gang of Oompas. December 20th, the sequel. I didn't even know they had made a sequel to the Ghostbusters movie. The the new Ghostbusters got the sequel on the 20th. So, is it, huh? 
It's the sequel to the last one where they were in the middle of nowhere with Paul Rudd and Finn from uh, Stranger Things and all of that. It's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then on December 25th, just in time for Christmas, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Okay. So some just some of the films that will have thrust upon us in so, 2023. You you named a lot of stuff that I was that I was that it, it, it sparks my interest. I got interest sparks over here. I got okay. interest sparks. Yeah. You named some goodies. I didn't know they were doing another two days being in the service. I don't know how excited I am about another TMNT movie, but I mean, the last two they did were okay, right? I don't know. Right. I don't. I think I tapped out after the Secret of the Ooze. So there's been like eight since then. <laughs> Not the Secret of dude, the Secret of the Ooze. Like was like 1993. That's right. I, I think it was even earlier. I think it was even earlier than 91 or 92. You talked out a long, long time well, ago. Think about it. They got. The, they did the third one of that. They did that right. third movie. I don't know if it was that popular. It might have been the most popular of them. But I had kind of I had kind of aged out of it at the time. Then they came out with some of the other ones. And I'm like, at that point, like either life had happened or I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. I'll catch them later. And then later never came. And then I think they rebooted it again. And, and yep. They're, they're still teenagers. So it's not it's not adult mutant ninja turtles. It's teenage mutant ninja turtles. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. But that yeah, you're right. They're not they're not they're not teens, but apparently they are. They're 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 was it they they have arrested development. That's 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 exactly what it is. They're just they're never gonna grow. Um but there also is a, a, a George Foreman biopic. There is, there is. Is that a is that a release or is that like on HBO or Hulu? I, I don't know. I shared the, the trailer. Maybe that's where I Facebook. saw it. I was about to say I saw it recently and it was from your Facebook. And, but I don't remember I think it is I think it's gonna be a theatrical release. I don't know that it's coming on a streaming service, but nonetheless, I mean without I mean, obviously folks. People look like that, like themselves. You you might not get lucky to find somebody that looks a lot like George Foreman, but I'm interested to see how he does with the character. Um, mm -hmm. Because even in the trailer, I'm finding out stuff about George Foreman that I didn't know. I didn't know he was a minister. I just knew he sold fat, lean grilling machines, and he was a boxer. I mean, he was a boxer first, and then he was selling grills. I didn't know that there was ministry in there, too. So names, is, all, names all of his children George. And, well, and then I knew that too, right? So there's another one, but um, the and, and again, George Foreman grills boxing, kids named George, the extent. So anything you tell me on top of that is news. So I like biopics, man. I, I like I like biopics. So this one looks like it's going to be good. I'm I'm looking forward to the one from Richard Pryor. I don't know when it's going to be released, but I know Mike Epps has been working on it. I'm excited for the idea of it. I that can be really good if they if they do it well. If I, and I hope they do it well because it deserves to be done well. Um, it was like when I don't know if you remember this is like three or four years ago now. Um, Eddie Murphy and this group did that biopic on Rudy Ray Moore for Netflix. 
and they took their time. Yeah, they took their time with it. And I've heard I've heard really good things about it because um, it was Dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah. Yeah. Or my name is Dolomite or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I like I like it. Yeah. so I'm hoping it's like not that I'm comparing the two, but I'm hoping that they take their time and they do it right because that can be a really good story if done right. He's already shown that he can play the role. He played Richard Pryor in a film recently and actually did a really good job. It was a very, it was only one scene. Um, mm-hmm. It was just him having a conversation, and I'm ha- and I think it was the Nina Simone picture. Um, but one scene did a phenomenal job. So, and I've even seen a teaser, I want to say, of uh, Mike Epps playing Richard Pryor doing a part of his set at the comedy store. So I'm like, it's out there. I'm ready for y'all to go ahead and finish this picture, man. TJ's looking forward to this one. What is on your, like wish list like what do you really want to see not of like stuff's coming out you're like i always wanted a uh sequel to this movie or always wanted to see this story done well um man that's uh that's an outstanding question because i over over the years there have been so many things that i've like uh Harlem Nights, I always said that I wanted to see a sequel to Harlem Nights, and I tried to create a scenario where that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are people that believe that the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence is supposed to be the sequel to Harlem Nights. Okay. Um, I, I don't see that. Um, but, but yeah, a sequel to Harlem Nights, I thought would have been done if it were done right. I didn't want it to be done like Coming to America 2 was done. Um... And um, th- and this is this is perfect world situation. I'm talking a battle royale type of type of apocalyptic horror movie with all the classic hits in it. I'm talking your Jason, Freddy, Chucky, Pinhead, Mike Myers, Leatherface, all of them in one picture. An Avengers level horror movie. You know, with them going out and 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 essentially forming their Avengers, and, okay. and just and just terrorizing stuff. See, I thought and, you meant like them all fighting each other. I'm like, that's great. Just who wins? That's the that's the that's the sticking point. Well, I mean, and the thing about it is, it could ultimately end up being a because I, if I play the movie out and I'm thinking this movie's going to be two hours, I'm not going for a 90 minute picture on this one, but I'm sorry. So. At first, they start off killing amongst each other, but then they get competitive because who can kill like I can? And once they get competitive, then they start going at each other. And in that situation, I don't know. Chucky doesn't. Chucky's not going to win. Um, so we can go ahead and X Chucky out first. I think that's a that, that could be a potential March Madness uh, bracket. Uh, for you, Joe, if you want to run that for the show, man. Horror, horror characters, who, who 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 makes it to your final four? See, I'm thinking, how uh, do you get Jigsaw in there? He's like, I've already won because I've set all this up and I'm already dead. Goodbye. I win. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I'll tell you another one who gets off really quickly. Freddie. Freddie, Freddie loses very quickly. 
You think so? See, I thought Freddie oh. would be like the last, one of the last like two or three. Like he gets down to it. We say that because Freddie got legacy, but you realize if we're doing them battling one another, Freddie is most powerful in dreams, and none of these characters sleep. So how is how is Freddie going to handle his business? Okay, okay, I get that. I I, I can see that. Just putting too much logic on it, ain't I? Putting too much logic. Then as much as I like, I just know surface level on most of these people. I'm thinking it's got to be like Pinhead or Jason. Pinhead or Jason or my, or uh, Mike. So in, so Leatherface is essentially still a human. Um, so it's going to be one of your meta humans and that's going to be your Mike Myers or your Jason Voorhees or your Pinhead. So yeah, one of those three, I think would handle it. And like I said, the only reason I'm taking Sean away from 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 Frederick Krueger is because Frederick. <laughs> he put some respect on his name. I, I just put some didn't know you and, his name. you and Frederick were like that. Is it no, Frederick? Look, if, it's not actually Frederick, but if you've ever made me like scream in an actual nightmare, I got to put some respect it's, on your name. And when I was a child, what his name is yeah. Oh, when I was yeah, a child, yeah. he got me yep. once. So once. Frederick Krueger, yeah, he, I, I put some respect on his name. But yeah, only reason I, only reason I took that 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 little bit of slight away from him was because again, Freddie is most powerful in Dreamland. We've seen it. There actually was a movie called Freddy Freddie Krueger Dreamland or something like that, right? So yeah, yeah. Mike Myers didn't take any naps. We saw what happened in Jason versus Freddy. His head got taken to the abyss. Yeah, but then he's oh, winking. Like, he's winking at you, though. You remember? So because you can't, kill a, you can't kill a dream. You always got to go to sleep. You can't so then, kill so then, in, so then isn't he around if you can't kill him? And, and I hear that logic, too. You can't kill him. But he can't win. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. You know, they would do all this and they would get all that. And there's one like regular guy. Poor Leroy just gets dumped in there too. <laughs> we see it through his eyes and he's like, I know I got a pistol. I'd shoot every one of them. It might not stop any of them, but one of them falls. Like, damn, I got one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you got a, a room full of people. It's like eight people. And somebody's like, okay, we're going to create this battle royale of bad guys. Everybody pick one. Somebody's picking Mike Myers. Somebody's picking Freddie. The last person. Gary Foster. What? <laughs> Gary Foster? Bully me all through high school. Have fun, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you got all these bad guys appearing in this, like, gauntlet-style situation. <laughs> Gary Foster. <laughs> just appear standing next to Mike Myers. It's too much. Thank God, dude. You're gonna. This is a deep cut, but you're gonna enjoy it. All right. Thank God they're not letting Michael Jordan choose because that poor guy who got into his basketball <laughs> team before him. I don't know him. I, I, that that guy's at home, and he's just like writing something now. He's making out the monthly bills, and he's hearing about this. Oh shit! What's wrong, honey? <laughs> And let Michael do something again. You know, he got to drag me in it. 
Why don't you say no? I don't think I can say no this time. Because didn't he make him, like, induct him into, like, the Basketball Hall of Fame? I know everything that he's in. I had, like, the Michael Jordan tape that they put out before that, um, before he won the championships with all of his things on there, and he's talking to all these kids. He's like, do you know who so-and-so is? He was chosen before me. And they're like, oh, here he goes again. I bet at their I bet at their reunion, Michael rolls up and he's like, "Let it go, Mike. Let it go. You never bring right. up the coach. I'm not the one that was picking the thing. I was just better than you right. that day." <laughs> and I would just I twist it in too. By the way, let me give you one of my business cards, and it's on the business card. It was picked over Michael Jordan, and Mike, <laughs> you know, Mike tears up that place. I told you, he'll never forget it. He'll never forget it. That's how you get up on Mike's <laughs> Mike, have you met my best friend? That's how I would beat Mike at a um in like a playing horse or something on the thing. Mike, oh, have you met my best friend? He's just gonna sit here and watch us. Where do you know him from? Where do you know him from? <laughs> I just completely throw him off his game. <laughs> nice. I dig it. And then like free then, for like, all, baby. Then I'm like doing the, the granny style like free throws and all that. And I'm like, yeah. right before I do it, I'm like, Mike, he told me that that you don't know how to do it this way. And by the way, I heard Charles Barkley was talking mad crap about you, dude. And then just chucking it up. That, 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 I mean, you, look, that's the only way you're going to be able to beat that man is to try and get some psychological warfare. But I hear, I, I hear his mind is like a steel trap. There's, pretty, there's some evidence out there that that man doesn't waver much. He takes it personally. And and, and the most shared clip I've ever seen. I've never seen The Last Dance. I've seen that clip 47,000 times. Well, since since you mentioned it, that was a great series. I've heard good things, but it was in the middle of the pandemic, and I knew my wife was not going to watch it. So I'm like, you know, it's just us stuck here all the time. We were watching, like, Tiger King and all of that. Hey, man, since you mentioned that, bro, look at you mentioning things. Tiger King, right? So that was the, the hoopla. I haven't watched any of the, the, the newer, aftermath. The, from, yeah, the newest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, season one was it for me. But I have recently started to catch, because you know I have Peacock, um, so occasionally when I get you know a downtime, a little downtime, um, and I'm staring at my phone, I started watching Joe and Carol, Joe versus Carol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on Peacock. It's the um, Kate McKinnon, formerly of SNL, plays Carol Baskin, and uh, I think I'm like maybe like three or four episodes in, but it's uh, it's interesting. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, nice. the guy they got to play Joe is, yeah, he does a good job. Is does he like like embody Joe exotic? Honestly, man, I mean, I don't. I mean, I I wouldn't have ever saw any actor in Hollywood as being able to pull that off. Like if you would say, "Hey, TJ, cast somebody for Joe Exotic," I wouldn't have been able to just name off somebody right right off the top. Mm-hmm. But that guy, he does it, hundred okay. percent. And I can't okay. even tell you his name. That's how obscure he was to me beforehand. Um, but yeah, he 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 does a pretty good job. 
Nice. Nice. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, I'll tell you something else as we can like transition into like some recommendations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Poker Face on Peacock is just, it's the best show I've seen in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Natasha, Natasha Leone plays mm-hmm. a woman who can instantly tell if somebody is lying. And she has a compulsion to say bullshit when somebody is just lying. And then it always gets back to like, all right, why are they lying? And it's usually around murder. So now you will see people commit murders and then it like brings her into it. And then you're like, oh, how's she going to, it's more like, how is she going to catch them rather than, than who did it? Um, and it is really, really good. Um, they're releasing episodes weekly, and I think there are three. They've got three episodes left, but it's like seven or eight episodes up there already, Ooh. and it's it's really good. And they get like some really famous people to play on these episodes. Like she's also being pursued, which is why like she she's doing different things with her life because she's being pursued um, by a man played by Benjamin Bratt, who's being sent um, by. Is the guy? Shoot, Ron Livingston. Not Ron Livingston. No, not Ron Livingston. The guy who played the Beast on Beauty and the Beast. You know who I'm talking about? Hold on. On the on the TV show Beauty and the Beast from the eighties. Beast. Hold on. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay. Yeah. Ron Perlman um, plays that because he, he was a casino, a casino owner who had had a run-in with her before and had stopped her from gambling because she could automatically tell when other people are bluffing. And so he gave her a thing as a, um, as a dealer. And then he retired and his son takes over the casino and his son is played by Adrian Brody. Who who runs a scam on this guy on the first episode? But before he can run the scam, one of his uh, maids finds some really strange in that guy's room and comes to him about it. And he doesn't want to mess the scam up, so he has the maid murdered. And Charlie, who's Natasha Leone's character, figures it out. And um, I don't want to say something, but Adrian Brody's not in it past that first episode but uh, all right yeah like they've got uh judith light in an episode john don Cheadle, uh ellen ellen barkin um that's what's up tim blake nelson was in this last one about a, a race car um driver and it's it's all of these thing like you know famous people uh starring on episodes and stuff like that it is it is really really good nice yeah okay okay we'll have to give it a look yeah and and it it goes by quickly you're like oh yeah this is enjoyable but if you're like oh i can only watch one episode that's fine it'll it'll go by quickly uh we my wife and i discovered it and uh, like Ben's watched it, and we're like, we want more. Now we've got to wait, you know, every every week for it every to come week. out. Every gotcha. week for it to come out. Um, I believe 
that this is the this is just something weird. It just comes out of left field to, for you, but and you're gonna be like, I don't understand what you're talking about, Joey. But it just came to me. I think this is the year that you become a reader. Like you're gonna be like, I'm gonna get really into books, you know, because you're into the DVD thing and, and you're you're doing right. all of that, and you're like, I'm just gonna start out, and something's gonna like hook you, and you're like, man, I gotta find out what happens next. I think this is the year that you get into really into books. Weirdly enough, I had a conversation with somebody about that this morning while I was adulting. I had to go and get my oil change, and I'm sitting there reading my script. And right. the young lady sitting across from me says, I really wish I could get into reading like that, carrying books around. And I'm like, oh, it's not just a regular book. It's a script. But And she's like, yeah, I understand. But then we talked about, you know, so I'm telling her, you know, I wish I could find something that could keep my attention like TV does. And we we have a laugh about that. But it's funny that you would say that, man. I'm not opposed to it. Having had this script for a month and reading it, I've gotten used to reading. You know, so I'm like, it it's possible. It's possible. What do you think would be like what you would what you would read? Is it a mystery? Is it a romance? Just a general fiction novel? Fantasy? Sci-fi? Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Um, okay. Sci-fi. You know, and 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 that sci-fi can have some some mystery in it. That sci-fi can have some some intrigue. You know, but it's, but I, I think if anything is going to catch me, it's going to have to challenge my mind's perception of things, and and then. Sci-fi, though, those sci-fi writers can usually come up with some pretty off-the-wall stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. Totally off the cuff, so if you don't have anything, that's fine. But do you have a question for me? I do. Okay. Um, with everything that you're involved in, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you wear a lot of hats. What gives you the most joy? Oh, that's that's good. Podcasting, podcasting does. Um, it it sometimes like on Thursdays I'm really happy because the podcasts that I do are out for the week and I just have to share them. And then Friday I'm like, all right, I got to get get ready for the next rounds and right. and, and stuff like that. Um, and every Wednesday, when I post the episode of my wrestling podcast that comes out on Thursday, I always say the same thing to myself. There may come a week when I won't be able to do this. Like, I'll just fall behind and won't be able to do that. But it's not this week. And I'm like, you know, thank you. And so, like, I finish it. I finish recording. I usually just record on one day. I'm like, I just recorded. And I'm just going to leave it. The next day, I go back and start editing it and all of that. And that usually that that's a process. You've you've done all that. You know, it's it's a process. Then when I, you know, put it through its different filters and edit it out, all the ums and ahs and stupid noises and things like that. Again, you know how it is. I put the intro on and I put the exit on and I listen to make sure. Okay, the intro doesn't cut off the beginning. And I say the last thing. You know, my my wrestling podcast ends uh, so long from the heart of Virginia. And then it's like so long from the heart of Virginia. And the, 
guy that I have, my my outro says, the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. When I hear that, like, I do like a, yeah, woo, I, another one done. And so then I can convert it to MP3 and upload it and, and do all that. Um, I want to eventually get to where this is, this is what I, I do. Like, I've, I've mapped out a thing. I'm like, okay, I can, you know, hopefully get one day a, an engineer. I'm like, all right, this week we're recording two wrestling podcasts. Next week we're going to record two Joey Harris shows. You know, the next week we'll go and do all that. But in but in between, I will do YouTube videos. I, I want to do like, okay, I'm like, other wrestling shows like weekly watching of raw or smackdown and stuff that doesn't really lend itself to the wrestling show that i do like opening up a twitch channel i'm like all right come on we're, we're gonna watch a episode of raw from 94 and just have fun and talk about it. i want to do stuff like that but Oof. the the hard work that i do and i'm not doing this to to brag on myself i get up at 5 a.m six days a week to work on my wrestling podcast to take notes watch shows um Lately, it's been like I take six pages of notes. So six days a week, six pages of, of notes. And I made a, um, like a challenge to myself last Sunday. I'm like, all right, this week we got to do 50 pages of notes. I was on page 30. I'm like, we got to get to page 80. So, so I'm like, I'm like breaking it up and I'm like, what am I now? seven pages away, you know, six pages away. By to by the end of tomorrow, I need to be at page 80. And, and you know, just doing that, get the enjoyment of pushing myself because I know that, and, and you, you post a lot on this on your Facebook, like not everybody who is out there saying they're for you are really for you. Like, right. you know, and, and so I'm not doing it for those people. I'm like, you know, I'm going to have haters and I'm going to have people who like, you can't do this and proving them wrong. I'm a lot farther along than I was when I started in 2020. I'm not where I'm not where I want to be yet, but you know, I'm not stopping until I get there. And it's, it's not, you know, I'm not doing this to like, Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm the best. No, I want, mm -hmm. I want these things. And if I enjoy it, the next thing is if you enjoy something, you can make, money off of it then you can make a living off of it and then you know i'm i'm doing that and i don't have to deal with you know just the craziness that comes along with the regular nine to five job so of, but, yeah and at the same time enjoying like dipping my toe and it has really been a, a toe dipping back into doing stand-up um, and and working on this on this show that I eventually want to record, like uh, the stand up material that I have for this the special I've been working on, and then after that, getting rid of that material, like you know this is you know I call it the seventy eight special, and then like in parentheses burn the material um, no. because because after that, like you know now this is the definitive time that I say that. And it'll be kind of like going through with a, a thread. And I thought of the thread um, a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, oh, that's a good place to like thread all of this stuff through my 45 years of life and, and, and doing all of this and touching on like touchstones through life. Like 
email was a thing. Like, and, and when you realize, like, I've had email longer than people I work with have been alive. Like, I, yep. had my, I have email addresses that are older than you, person, that I work with. Um, <laughs> and then there's, a, then there's a thing about MySpace. MySpace is not a thing anymore, but at one point it was. I'm like, I got to sign up for this MySpace thing. Here I am. Oh, this is neat. Who the hell is Tom? What the hell? Um, Who is this guy? Who is this guy? And it looks why like you got so many friends. It looks like a picture of somebody who has just been caught doing something they weren't supposed to do. Like, oh, you caught <laughs> you know, he's looking over his shoulder. You caught me. <laughs> I know. Which I'm sure he does oh. now. If you can look him up, he's on Instagram and all that. It's like, yeah, you caught me with all this billions that I sold my company for, and now I'm just enjoying life. He loves photography and he loves traveling. Hundred percent, same man time. Like, who the hell is that? Why is he so high on this friends list? And so then you got to curate your list. But I'm like, I'm not forgetting you, Tom. You going with me? Me and Tom rolling. Me and you, you and Tom rolling. That 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 is awesome. Until I think they finally took it all down, but. Even after I stopped using it, my MySpace page was up there for a while. Oh, I, I never took mine down. Like, it's all down now. But, like, right. know, mine was chilling up until the, up until the last mine day. And dead. for a while, and for a while, like, they would do, like, Facebook and Twitter and be like, uh, you know, Throwback Thursday. And people would go to their MySpace page and get their old photographs and throw those up. And so MySpace was getting a lot of traffic on, on Thursdays and stuff like that. Thursdays. That's right. That's like ten or twelve years ago. In the summertime, every morning at a certain time, Bernie Mac was trending. You remember this? This is after he had passed away. Uh, uh, Yeah, ten or twelve years ago, like in the summertime, every morning Bernie Mac was trending. Everybody's like, "What's that about?" He had passed away. They syndicated his show, and it's when his show was coming on. It was like one of the super stations, like, I don't know, it was WGN or TBS or something like that. And people were getting up and watching it and talking about it. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was, that was, a, that was a good show, man. It, it, it didn't get a lot. But then I realized Saved by the Bell for me was the exact same thing because they played Saved by the Bell in the morning um, when I was coming up, and that's when I would watch it. Um, but yeah, I completely, the whole trending thing just blows my mind, bro. Cause you never know what's going to catch on. That's you know? like, uh, I'm catching up on an old, uh, podcast. Well, it's still going on, but it's, it's been on for since 2014. So I'm trying to catch up on it and they talk about it. Bronson Pinchot from perfect strangers bought, mm-hmm. bought like a town in Pennsylvania and is remodeling it because he's got that syndication money from Perfect Strangers when they were doing those mad syndication deals. So the man uh, never has to work again in life, and he just does what he wants to do. I'm like, man, I missed out. Because now they could be like, Joey, we really like what you and TJ do. Here's a, We're going to strip syndicate you for 100 episodes and all that. $10,000. I'm like, what? Now, that's what you get, $10,000. I'm like, no, I want that. I, I want that because you remember before he, he kind of went off the rails at that one point, um, Charlie Sheen made that crazy money on two and a half men. Like he was the highest yeah. actor on TV. Yeah. And somebody said, you know what it's like? 
he got he and um, Derek Jeter got the exact same contract. Charlie Sheen's is better though because there's never an away game. You always know where you're playing every single day. You can get somebody to drive. You can have somebody drive you there and drop you off and come pick you up. There's never a thing. In, in fact, I heard Jay Moore talk about it. He goes, yeah. He goes, if they gave me that, and they're like, oh, but once a week, um, Les Moonves is going to come down here, and you've got to please him orally. Jay Moore would be like, so when are we getting to the downside? <laughs> <laughs> Because it was just an insane amount of money that they're, right. you know, uh, paying it. Well, it didn't, um, and I, granted, I don't want to speak out of turn, but wasn't Jerry getting upwards of 30 per episode for that last season? Something like that. And now he's, like, broke. You know, he sold his rights away for that for, like, $20 million against all Because he just had no money. He has no money. Because, you know, after that, he left that, and he he did that strip syndication thing for FX, and he did, um, uh, what was that, uh, anger management or anger therapy or something like that. Um, yeah, so he, he did all that um, wow. for, like, $3 million. They're like, come in once a week, do one episode a week. We don't even have to have table reads and stuff like that. Um, yeah, because he just needed the money. And, and I don't know if I got one million, you know, I'd be good. I I would wake up and, and just do what I want. Big time facts. You're not wrong. I mean, and and I have I, people, I, I have people say, would you change your phone number? Oh no, 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 no. I would have the same phone number. If you wanted to get Joey, you'd be able to get Joey, because Joey would have somebody to answer his phone for him. <laughs> big time facts. Because <laughs> you big know you, you, facts, they, they got those services now, right? Uh, Joey, Joey's I... phone. Hey, I'm you know long lost cousin Joey. Joey doesn't know you. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the same name. Joey doesn't know you. <laughs> Oh, but bro, what I'm doing now with this whole play thing, bro, if I could, I mean, if I could do that for a living, that would be so dope, man. You know, it's fun. It's fun. Like, so you saying I get to do that, get paid to do it? Yeah, that's, that's the dream. There you go. Yeah. So, what in 2023 has been your biggest push to make yourself a better person? Like, what are you doing? My health. Okay. You know, um, making sure that I, you know, keep myself in some type of shape. Because every time I see you, you know, you're just, you're, you're glowing. And I'm like, I want to glow like Joey. You know, so... Uh, I just got to do right, you know, and I, I had a, a doctor's visit on Friday. You know, I've, I've lost 10 LBs since last month. So I was like, you know what? That's a small victory. I'm going to take that. There you go. Um, but um, but now doing this, uh, and I've mentioned it several times, but being involved in this production, um, it's uh, being involved in something that's bigger than me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I am, you know, when you're doing something like this, you're able to see firsthand what your part means to the grand scheme of everything. It's like you are a small piece of a bigger picture, but you're still a very important part of the part of the piece in the picture. So you have to you have to do your job. You have to come in um, hard. And it's 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 made me appreciate the process. You know, and even, you know, even outside of it, because now I'm able to look at more things and say, okay, pay attention to the preparation, pay attention to how people do their craft. So I I had already acknowledged you with regards to your stand up because I'm like, I see the work that you put in Mm -hmm. um, to, to better yourself. And with my castmates, seeing the work that they've got in to learn and develop their character, um, looking at my own preparation and what I'm doing to develop my character, seeing the different things that people bring every day, man, it's just, it's energizing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's energizing. It's like it's hard to be around that creativity and not, you know, not want to wake up every day with a smile and, and right. get excited for it. Right. Yeah. Do they, do you feel like they feed off of you? Are you all feeding off of each other? Because sometimes, you know, energy will beget energy. You're like, they see how you're, you're reacting to them and it kind of energizes them. And, and, and you're in a hundred percent. I, you never know what you mean to a person unless they tell you. Right. I, I don't, I don't assume anything. So I just go out there and think that I'm just doing my job. And one day, um, a, a castmate who didn't necessarily speak to me much prior to, because I was the one of the few people who hadn't performed with these people before. So all the inside jokes and stuff like that, I, like I wasn't involved in that. I just came to work. Mm-hmm. So for somebody to pull me aside and say, hey, man, you know, I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. You bring it every day and you know your lines like that that makes me want to work hard. And I'm like, yo, that's what's up. Like that means a lot, you know, because it means one that, you know, your work is being appreciated. And then it's that it's inspiring to somebody, you know, because I mean, you think about it, there's so many different things that we can bring to work. You can bring a negative attitude to work and that can, that can affect people as well. You know, he, he could say, TJ, man, you're, you're, you're a real diva. Your attitude sucks. And, you bring the mood down. He could say that, but that's not what he said. You know, right? I, you know, I, I see what you're doing. So if we have we have the opportunity to affect, effectively determine how we're perceived. You know, and even if someone doesn't necessarily see what we're doing as a positive, if you know that you're doing positive, just keep doing that positive because you're you're not doing it for the praise, but when the praise comes, it feels nice. You know. Right. I I absolutely get that. I told you uh, yesterday, I think it was, that I was involved in a very minor accident on Thursday. And had gotten to the point where, like, I was more, I was upset that it happened, uh, but more upset that I had had done it. You know, I was, I was, I was, I was mad at myself. Like, I shouldn't have done this, you know, because... And, and at first it's like, well, this happened and then this happened and then this happened. I'm like, but you know what? At the end of the day, it happened. Nobody wants it to happen. You hope people don't go out. I want to go have an accident today. Stay away from those people. Stay away from those people. Um, 
but it and and so I finally had to like sit myself down yesterday and have a conversation with myself. Let's say, all right, I know you didn't want it to happen. It did happen. It's not the end of the world, not how you wanted your your day to go off, but the way that you go from here can make the difference. If you say, well, you know, I can use this as a learning experience to be more careful about my surroundings to be less Mm -hmm. impatient because the reason that it started i was mad at somebody else i'm like look if you want this space you got to back up and then i just should have waited there and if they're mad at me i'm like dude i can't go safely out until you back out i could have waited 30 seconds and so in the future i'm like okay i'm just going to wait the time because I might not go anywhere. There's no law against me sitting in my in my truck with it cranked up. Maybe silly looking, but there's no law against it. I can wait all day. Right about it. Cookout is open until two on Thursday nights going into Friday. And until four on Fridays. Until four AM on you know, Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, I can wait to get my I'm hot dog. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you're and I'm glad you're able to see that because Far too often, people like to play the victim. Woe is me. You know, everything bad happens to me. Not not acknowledging their involvement in their life. You know, you can choose to play a victim, but you don't have to. You don't have to be a victim. And we talked about this now three years ago. Um, in one of the earliest episodes of this version of the podcast, it is, I think it's episode three, it's called Working on My 1%. What I heard from a minister one time that says, everything that happened in your life, do it on a pie chart. How much of what's happening to you is your fault? And he goes, even if it's 1%, you work on your 1%. Don't worry about the 99% that's out of your control. And that's what I've been doing since then, working on my 1%, you know. Because somebody else is being stupid and pulling forward and not seeing what that's got nothing to do. He's not he's not driving my vehicle. I'm driving my vehicle. Very true. Yeah. Very true. And I think it's okay to have that moment of being all up in your feelings, of being mad at yourself, of hating the world and all that, but don't let it become you. Give yourself a time. I'm gonna write, I'm just gonna fall apart for five minutes but after that five and that's minutes, okay and that's that's perfectly fine take your five minutes perfectly ten fine. minutes an hour whatever you need to do but you can't let it be your life like bro i, I break it down like this if we're gonna say that that b- bad things happen right right we're gonna say that we're, and, and, and granted I, I like the rain but we're gonna say rain is bad so you go out and it starts to rain you get a little wet. Okay. Bad something something bad happened. You're in your feelings. Okay. But you don't have to stay in the rain. You don't have to live in that mess. You know, right. like it sucks that you got caught in the rain. You got a little wet. Now get out of the rain. And and you know, it sucks that that bad thing happened. You're in your feelings. You're allowed to have emotion. I would hope that you would have some emotion with regards to what happened, but you don't have to live in it. It, that that does not have to define you, as they say. It is it is life, not a life sentence. So don't be held captive to your past. 
It's in the past now. Let it go. Right. And I mentioned it when when uh, a few weeks ago when I had Nan back on here. Um, the Bible says, you know, they, they asked Jesus, how many times should I forgive my neighbor? Seven. And he says, no, seven times 70, which is 490 times. I did the math. It works out. So if you were expected to forgive somebody else 490 times, why don't you forgive yourself once? True. Like, like give yourself just a little bit of forgiveness. Yes, you messed up. Okay. It happens. But, but as my first marriage was falling apart and I was in therapy about it, my therapist said, look, even if you both wanted to, you can't go back and fix what happened. And she goes, and, and you may not want to, and the other person may not want to. But even if you did, you can't. Time goes one way. That's it. It's so all about got, what you do from today. Yeah. And so you've got to go forward from here and, and do all that. But I came up with the great thing yesterday, brother. If I if I'm ever, you know, if it ever goes down and I've got to disappear and I've got to change my name in my entire life, you pick somebody famous and name yourself after them. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, hmm. I'm like, wouldn't that make you stand out? And they're like, no. Because I was I was listening to an audiobook of this woman who changed her name and her new name is Alice Cooper. And she's like, if you Google Alice Cooper, you know how many results you go through for the rock star before you get to me i'm like oh okay That's all right. okay uh, not that i'm planning on doing that <laughs> i'm gonna change That's my right, name like i'm gonna change my name to joey harris that'll show him. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about <laughs> that star that star I'm I'm like grade Z famous, triple Z famous. You know, like they have the A list, the B list, the C list. Like I'm known to right. some people, but it's like triple Z. Climbing, climbing. Oh, one day I'll be triple Y. <laughs> like I say, when it happens, I just want to be able to tell people, hey man, I made them laugh once. You made me laugh more than once. We were laughing before we even started. Again, we should probably start recording that stuff someday. That's what I said, bro. It's like, if nothing else, if, if you're not going to use it with the post, you still got content. Uh, that's true enough. But I've I've held you on here for way too long, my brother. I do appreciate any time that you, you do for me. But before we wrap it up, I do have a special request for our audience folks if you are listening to and enjoying this fine podcast if you would do me a favor if you have spotify would you start listening to it on spotify um so that they can see that i am getting listeners and they will give me my money because <laughs> uh, i'm about to be demonetized because they've changed their thing like i get to keep the money that i've got but i'm not going to make any more because they say i don't have enough listeners to spotify so just if if you don't listen on spotify and you don't have spotify please listen any way you can share and all of that but if you do have spotify if you, i'd appreciate it if you listen to us on that so but before we go brother go ahead and plug any and everything you've got with me, it's really simple. You know, more more Big TJ comes when you listen to the Joey Harris show. So as you listen to this, you're going to get more of me. And if you're in the Mid-Carolina region, 
in in the month of March, um, I will be doing seven shows of The Sound of Music. Um, and um, it's going to be in Matt Gray Auditorium, 17th through the 19th, 24th through 26th. Um, more of that to come. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I got for you as always, brother. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, I appreciate you always. I appreciate you too, brother, more than you know. At the Joey Harris on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Joey Harris Comedy at gmail.com. And folks, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time.